Unleash the power of knowledge and connect with the heartbeat of the African diaspora. Download our African Diaspora News Channel app now on Google Play and Apple App Store. Stay informed with authentic and diverse perspectives, breaking news and cultural insights. Immerse yourself in a community that celebrates unity, resilience and progress. Experience the vibrancy of the diaspora at your fingertips. Don't miss out. Empower your perspective today. Search African Diaspora News Channel and join the conversation. We have multi-award winning R&B recording artist Carlos Morgan. He's based in Canada and he's going to speak on the history of anti-black racism in Canadian music industry. Take a look. Hello everyone. My name is Carlos Morgan. I'm a R&B soul recording artist singer, songwriter, producer, um, multi-award winning recording artist based in Canada, born and raised in Canada to West Indian parents, specifically from Jamaica. None of the artists that I was seeing were black from Canada. So conversations would emerge amongst the music community in Toronto about around why we're not hearing and seeing black artists from Canada being being uh, signed to record companies and our songs are not being heard on the radio. I began my pursuit of wanting to become a recording artist. And I met two producers, uh, Tony as a party and Darren Baller, two white men. So I signed on with these guys. We would send our demos, or send my demos, to record labels in Canada, see if we can get label interest. Um, and one of the moments that I realized why black music in Canada was not getting any support, uh, black artists were not being signed, um, were not, uh, being looked at is because of my personal experience of, um, anti-black racism and white supremacy. One occasion, we had uh, shopped, I think it was to BMG at the time. And uh, we received a letter saying that um, after hearing my music that I was doing with Tony and Darren, the letter stated that they don't sign this type of music, take it to the US. And I was floored to actually read a letter saying they don't sign this kind of music. So it was then that I realized that if that happened to me, what happened to all the artists that came before me in the 80s, and the 70s, and the 60s, and the 50s, and the 40s? Because black people have been in Canada for 400 years. And slavery was in Canada for over 200 years. So black people have history in Canada. So whenever the music industry, the Canadian music industry uh, started and was created, black artists had no, had no chance or little chance to really gaining any, any kind of uh, support, exposure. Um, and being promoted and marketed to Canada and then to the world. But we forged ahead 
And the name of my first album is called, or is called, Feeling Alright. We did it independently. And we got picked up by Universal Music Canada. And I went on to have some success with that record in Canada. Went on to win the Juno Award, which is the equivalency of the Grammy Awards, but doesn't have the prestige and the notoriety and the recognition as the Grammys have, but it is like the Grammys of Canada. And I won and received all, every, almost, almost every major Canadian music award from that first album. And I could have left and I should have left. I made a conscious decision that I want to prove to Canada that black people and black music can have success in this country. If black music from America could have success in Canada, then my mindset is then black artists in Canada, living in Canada, born and raised in Canada, or who black people who have migrated to Canada and have made Canada their home and they are in music can have success here. And after 130 years, Canada opened the doors to, to allowing to have its first all black radio station. And uh, it was called Flow 93.5, but it didn't last for very long. Domestic black artists were not getting the support and the love from the Canadian music industry. We have two of the biggest recording artists in the music business, in the music industry today, coming out of Canada. That's Drake and The Weeknd, both from Toronto, Ontario. And as huge as they are, um, and, you know, world, world-renowned artists, You know, Canada will say, yes, Drake is Canada's own, or The Weeknd is Canada's own, or Toronto's own, or give them this, they're now they, whatever claim they want to now stake on these artists that have gone international. But when they were here, they were nothing. Deborah Cox, the same thing. Oh, she's Canadian. Deborah Cox is Canadian. But when she was shopping for deals here in Canada, she went through the same thing that I and many others went through. Not being signed, not being recognized, not being, being told no, because we're black and the music that we do won't be accepted in Canada. And here's the, here's the funny thing is, they will sign white artists doing black music, but they wouldn't sign black artists doing black music. And if a white artist that was doing black music got signed in the U.S. They would promote that white artist doing black music. So whether the white artist got signed to a record label in Canada or got signed outside of Canada, Canada would push that artist. But if it's a black artist doing black music, they wouldn't get signed in Canada and if they got signed outside of Canada, the Canadian music industry wouldn't push the black artist. Then we'd get tokenized and 
outright blatant racist comments and attitudes. So it's based in anti-black racism and white supremacy. It's like I heard uh, Stephanie Mills say, they want our music, but they don't want it from us. And that's what Canada has shown, in my personal opinion. Even like performing in venues in Toronto, where I've been fired or not invited back to perform because I performed too black. That's what I was told. I've been told that they don't want coon music in their venue. I'll even go even harder. I played at a venue in uh, uptown Toronto and a manager told me that they're not hiring me back because a group of white men didn't want to see a group of white women dancing in front of us. So they didn't hire us back. They didn't book me again. So I went through that. So I dealt with it firsthand and still do in the Canadian music industry. And we've had black artists who have received the Order of Canada for the contributions to music in this country. However, when I go to do speeches and talks on some of these artists, many of the lay person or the lay people in the audience don't know who Portia White is, who Eleanor Collins is. Some may know who uh, Oscar Peterson is, but many of them don't know who Deborah Cox is or Glenn Lewis. Even Rick James had <clears throat> ties here at one time. He lived in Toronto for during the 60s. And another well-known artist from Canada is Vanity, who was Prince's girlfriend and a part of his group called Vanity Six that he created. Born and raised in Niagara Falls, Ontario. Tamia, she's from Windsor, Ontario. Deborah Cox from Toronto, Ontario. Many people don't know who these people are, but when I name white artists, they all know who they are. Brian Adams, Celine Dion, Shania Twain, Anne Murray, Joni Mitchell, all Canadian, but they are well known, right? We have very gifted, talented black singers, songwriters, musicians in Canada that still, after 150 years in Canada, have, don't get the recognition and the accolades that they deserve. The Canadian music industry does not support black music. We get tokenized, as I said, they tokenize us, they appease us, they disrespect us. We're marginalized, sometimes completely erased. But let a white person do it, and they'll be on it. Now, as I said, I was born and raised in this country, but I do not claim Canadian. What I say, I'm a black man born in Canada. And that's who I refer to all black people in this country as. I don't refer to black people in this country as Canadians. I'll say we are a community. Many of us born here. Many immigrated here or migrated here. But to call 
let's say we're Canadian. I personally, I don't use that because of the hate. And unfortunately, it's a part of the black diaspora's experience. Doesn't matter where we are in the world, we're hated. We're feared. They hate us because we're feared. And they hate us because spiritually, subconsciously, they know who we are. And they will do everything and continue to do anything and everything they will to suppress us and oppress us. And we as a people have to come together and stop the backbiting and backstabbing that we do to each other. And that's another huge issue with the community, the music community in Canada as to why we don't succeed. Google black artists in Canada. And uh, you'll be surprised. And you may ask yourself, why haven't I heard of any of these artists that came before? You know, all that suffice to say is the Canadian music industry is based in anti-black racism and white supremacy. So thank you. Peace and love. And as a, as a race, as a black people, let's come together, stick together and show each other love. Peace. As Carlos has said, there are several, several, several very talented black musicians here in Canada. And Canada just does not offer the support that the United States and across the world in Europe and other countries offer. So as he mentioned, folks like Drake and Deborah Cox and The Weeknd had to leave Canada in order to be any way successful in the music industry. Here, you get nowhere. Carlos mentions that he should have left a long time ago, but chose to stay here because he wanted to prove to Canada that Black musicians are talented and can be successful here. Um, what he's doing now, though, is he's educating. He's educating. He's touring all across Canada, and he's educating people on the history of Black music in Canada and the contributions that several Black musicians have offered the value adds to this country as musicians. The other thing he's doing is he's also encouraging and teaching younger musicians that are coming up behind him not to stay in Canada. Do not repeat what he did. Go out of Canada. Leave Canada. If you want to pursue a music career, leave Canada and go to Europe, go to the United States, and you'll have much more success there. Terrestrial radio here, as Carlos mentioned, there was a station called Flow 98.5. It's no longer. Uh, another one did open. It was all of these reiterations of a black radio station that falls flat every time. No support, no funding. So um, education is key, teaching people, um, he's very successful in that area. It's well received. The um, people here, them folks included, want to learn, are eager to learn and want to continue to learn. Um, so he continues to tour and teach. So that's great. But Canada needs to do better as far as recognizing and supporting black musicians in this country.
because they are absolutely outstanding, including Carlos Morgan and a lot of the other musicians that he named um, in his video. So this is wonderful. Um, we continue to encourage Carlos um, in everything that he is doing and teaching uh, and uh, kudos to to him for everything that he's doing and all of his passions that he's pursuing. We applaud you, Carlos Morgan, and we will continue to support you. Let me know what you all think about this. Don't forget to download the African Diaspora News app. You can grab it at the Google or Apple store, or you can head over to africandiasporanews.org and download it there. You'll have access to content you won't see here on YouTube and much, much more wonderful things. It's by our people, for our people, so it doesn't get any better. Download that app. And also don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, EA Public Relations. Until next time, please be safe, everyone. Peace be.